The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win, get paid over at mybookie.ag. Welcome to the college experience. Speed intro. <laughs> yes. I've just been, you know, I've been cracked up. It's that time. It's March, buddy. It's yeah, March. Buddy. It is officially it March. It is March. Madness in the place. I've already been dancing around the past couple of days. <laughs> all right. Look, I don't even play the sport, Pat. I dance around. All right. I dance around my dance house. around naked. I, yeah. I fucking uh, throw my dick in the air sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not That's now, right. but I'm saying, you know, uh, my name is Colby Dan, a.k.a. The Dantabase. And in studio for this March Madness edition of the Dantabase Top 25. And we can recap of a couple other things. We got the burrito eating, sideline girl stealing. Two game Tecmo win streaking. Uh, two game. There you go. Keeping the rhyme going. <laughs> and and the, the can club vodka drinking. <laughs> Metal uh, finger stinking. Yes. Former, former James Madison defensive back. Current douchebag, give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, beautiful, 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 beautiful intro though. Cheers, buddy. You got lucky. Look, you, you, I, you, we're going German here. Yeah, you set bags. me up, dude. I, this is what I tried to one up you because you did the moose head, and I was like, you know what? I haven't had a Bex maybe in ten years. I was at the liquor store, saw that they carried it. I laughed. I had to double check, make sure I didn't get the non-alcoholic. <laughs> and then I uh, and then I brought it over here, so we're doing Bex. Uh, you know what? And Bohemia got some fucking Bohemian. good selection. Bex, underrated beer. I agree. I think it's an underrated beer. Yeah, hard to find these days. It's kind of like a, uh, you know, a uh, a baseball card shop. Hard to find. Right. What else can I say? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen that making a little comeback. I don't know where. I saw like I want to say a Jordan rookie recently go for like a quarter. Oh, mil. No, Tom Brady's card. His rookie just went for like four four hundred. Okay. Who are these nerds still doing this? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I, I like... My... Does Beckett Magazine still release... A... Dude, I remember no we used to go buy that shit. I'm like... Dude, that's one of the best times of my life, buddy. That's right. You line, I, Dude, me and my brothers would do some ridiculous shit. We would line up 11 cards against 11 cards. Oh, yeah. And just try to, like... Play electronic football. Yeah, like, but yeah. it's just the dumbest thing ever. They're going to smash my card into your card and just try to... <laughs> just some dumb shit. Uh, when you got the Fleer 91 set with the uh, 500 useless cards, each valued at five cents in Beckett. Yeah. yeah. That's the shit you do. You buy the cards. Yeah. You get more value. It's like, out I'm of pretty sure them. this, this, this card of this defensive end named Warren powers on the Denver Broncos isn't going to matter in a hundred years. <laughs> right. So let me ram it into my brother's, uh, you right. know, Blake Dawson rookie card. You know what I mean? <laughs> Those were the best times. Exactly. Uh, watch Lake. Watch Lake Dawson like run for president or something. Right. You know, you never know. The Trump, Trump effect. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, Anyone can do it. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Buddy, 
You fresh off a Tecmo win. You got very lucky. My dick is throbbing right now. You put me. You put me in this fucking thing. I didn't even check my playbook. You got, got cocky. I got reverses going he got on. Cocky. I got. He's, he, he. You know what he did? He used the opportunity. He saw my players all in bad. I had. And I just my said, play the game. My running back. Play the game. Let's get it over with. My receivers. <laughs> my whole team was in bad. Right. The motherfucker doesn't even check his player statuses. He he tries to use. I didn't an, check my playbook. He tries to use an experimental playbook. Oh, no, I guess I, yeah, yeah. I actually, I did he check starts dicking around with his playbook, thinking he's <laughs> going to just smoke me. And what happens? He he takes the opening kickoff. We both agree that this may be a long game for Patty C. And that, folks, was it from Colby D. Yeah, I did kind of phone it in, and hey. I kind of well, just, if I just gone to the playbook, I could have won by forty. I think if I had my my four runs. Hey, listen up. If ifs and buts. Look, I still scored. Or I didn't candy lose forty-two to nothing. It would be a very merry Christmas. I didn't lose forty-two to nothing. I still scored for everyone. Um, forty-two nothing. Forty-two nothing. <laughs> let me let me let me. You need your two wins here because after me, forty-two nothing. Let me throw it back though. I was two and zero to start the uh, competition, so I am now four, four and one. one four but and a one. forty-two. But no, I've scored points in every game. Well, I would like to see the. Uh, unfortunately for you, Colby, uh, blowout wins don't equate on the win-loss column. So. <laughs> Uh, a shutout 42 nothing win. That's something you remember 10 you years ago. You just stroke your dick over that. Yeah, I'll throw my dick up in the air <laughs> on that one. Uh, dude, amazing, amazing weekend. We got a lot to talk about. We got the database top 25 thing. But before we dive into that, I'm going to touch on college basketball because it's March. AAF, we'll talk about it at the end. Uh, this was a, I mean, I did shit on my locks, got some bad breaks, but I don't even really care that much because, I mean, I care because, uh, I mean, obviously, had a tough weekend on the lock front, North Carolina up seven with the ball, a minute left with the ball, a minute left. And they I have a minus four oh, yeah. and they don't fucking, they almost lose the game. They should have lost. That was a bad no call. They should have called. That was a foul. Dude, the pickpocket. I was, I was looking at it too. I think we, yeah, that was, was a foul. That was a triple lock, yeah, right? Terrible, terrible refereeing. Um, and refereeing, refereeing. Yeah. Refereeing. Um, <laughs> We're, we're consuming over here, guys, as we always do. This is the college experience. Uh-huh. We try and keep it as authentic as we can. Um, I mean, it's another tough break today with the wall. I had Washington minus a point and a half uh, against Stanford. They can't make any free throws. Stanford uh-huh. gets a, just some bad breaks. I had North Texas. Stanford beat. did something recently that made me bet on Stanford. I saw you. I think Nick also locked yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was the double lock, and I went the opposite direction. Throw my dick in, in the air. Cash in a little bit. Well, yeah. I just saw Stanford fuck me over Washington a couple days State. ago. They destroyed yeah. Washington Yeah, that's State. what it was. Yeah. I think I locked Wazoo to cover that, and they beat them by like 800. So, And that, this is what's so great about this year of college basketball, I think. Coming up in the next two weeks, you're going to have, I think, unfortunately, if you're on the bubble, the storm is really going to hit this year. <laughs> Point is, is this. Uh... Let's just take the Pac-12, for example. I'm going to run through a couple of these conferences that I think are going to fuck over a lot of shit, right? Okay, Pac-12, you have one, maybe two teams making it, right? Washington going into, or as of today, yeah, stood at number 25, the only team in the top 25, and barely. And you have, they put Arizona State in the first four in, I think, from Lenardi, right? Because okay. they, they had a big win today. Um, but here's the deal. I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, first four in. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to make this prediction. Okay. Washington or Arizona state will not win the PAC 12 
conference championship. Ooh. Let's see who else we have there. Oregon State, UCLA, Arizona, Utah, Colorado. Even Cal's won two in a row out of nowhere. They were winless. They beat Washington in the top seed. That is crazy. I'm going to go ahead and say, and Washington did not look very good today. This is going to be at a neutral site in Vegas. I'm concerned about the Washington Huskies. I'm concerned about the Arizona State Sun Devils. I think it's very, I think there's a, de- I, I would bet the field to, 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 to be uh, to, outside of those yeah, two. Yeah. Here's the thing. When you look at the Pac-12 is dog shit. Exactly. It is fucking My point shit. is, though, is you let UCLA win this thing, it's fucking over a bubble team, right? Yeah. And I can tell you, you know what else is going to happen? We're going to go, we're, I'm going to mention why this is going to be an amazing conference championship week or two, you know, a week and a half. Uh, I think the Atlantic 10, pull up the Atlantic 10. VCU is the only automatic bid in this conference. I'm going to go ahead and say this. VCU will not win the Atlantic 10 conference. All right. Atlantic 10. Who else do we have? We got Davidson, obviously a threat. Yes. Okay. Dayton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, VCU beat him by one uh, uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Dayton's good. Then you have wild cards like Duquesne that and St. Bonaventure, who's pl- St. Bonaventure is playing much, much better from the, fr- they were extremely young. Right. They're a t- dangerous team in this tournament. Duquesne's a dangerous team. Where do we think of Mason? Are they they're trending in the wrong direction? I think they're trending in the wrong wrong direction. But I will say this: if they get some favorable matchups, it's possible. But I, I, I don't really think. I think St. Louis could. I think yeah. St. Louis is talented enough to win the whole fucking thing. LaSalle. They're hotter than than the second half of the season. I don't think. I'm not going to say LaSalle is going to win that. I don't. I don't think they'll win it at all. But yeah. they could upset in the first round. They could upset you know someone significant. You right. know what I mean? Right. 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 So, Unfortunately for them, they won't be playing someone significant in the first round. Yeah, well, they have that playing, right? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, you got Fordham like six spots below. You got LaSalle's kind of middle of the pack. Yeah, LaSalle will beat. Well, my point is, is that I think they're good for. They could, like, if you line them up against VCU, yeah, you think VCU would win? Right. I'm saying that's a dangerous game. I wonder, game. yeah, how many teams yeah. are in the A10 get a bye? Do we know off the top of our head? Uh, I had to pull up the schedule off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, I mean, if there's a plan and then they're the team that ends up playing fucking VCU in the first, uh, well, I'm you saying know. like even at, like Duquesne, I'm gonna say, I, I'm I, I'm I'm on record. I don't think VCU will win the A10 championship, twenty three conference championship, yeah. So, but the, but the, you don't realize their their the, their home court advantage and the fact that they are gonna lay off because they know they're automatically an automatic bid pretty much. They beat Texas at Texas, yeah, right. These other teams are gonna be hungry, right. Yeah, let's see where Lunardi has them. Uh, he's got them a nine seed, so yeah, they're pretty. pretty they're pretty safe. much in. Yeah. yeah, but where I do think this is going to be chaotic more so than other years is what I what I'm. This is the the, the argument that I'm, or the the thing I'm claiming here mm-hmm. is that someone not projected to make the tournament is going to win the A10. It's going to bump somebody. I think someone that's not projected to win the Pac-12 is going to win, and it's going to bump somebody. Yeah, uh, I think. The Mountain West has potential for the same exact thing. Now, you could say Nevada or Utah State is the top seed, but keep an eye out on Fresno State. Keep an eye out on San Diego State. Those two teams, San Diego State was injured a lot at the beginning of the season. They've won, like, I think, 11 of 13 games down the stretch here, and they're very athletic. 
Where do you think the most bumps are going to come from? I mean, obviously the Pac-12 would typically have, you know, a higher number of representatives. How many do we think are coming from the Pac-12? Arizona State and Washington? Yeah, and Arizona State's on the bubble. So if Arizona State shits the bed in the conference tournament. I'm saying right now they, they're not a for sure in. Yeah. Washington, I think, is a for sure in. Yeah. Uh, the Mountain West, I think, right as of right now, you have two in automatic, or, or you have Nevada and Utah State, right? Yeah. But Utah State is could still play their way out of it. I think Nevada's in no matter what. Yeah. Right. Sitting uh, at number twelve right now. Yeah, for sure. But San Diego State, Fresno. Fresno. I'm saying that's what I'm saying is that in the last year, San Diego State did the same exact thing. They got healthy in the the end of the year. They won the conference championship, and they actually almost they almost beat Houston in the first round of the NCAA tournament last year. Man, four teams from the Mountain West would be significant. Well, I don't think four would happen. I think, but I'm saying I don't think San Diego State could get the outright. Okay, Fresno and San Diego State, I said, are threats to win the whole thing. They would both have to win. Neither one of them could get in without winning the whole thing. I don't think so. Even San Diego State, who could finish, you know, if San Diego conference. State somehow beat Utah State and Nevada without playing. And lost in the championship game, maybe, but I still don't think. I still don't think it's just not enough. Well, especially in a year like this, conference, yeah. a year like this. Yeah. But I think it's a extremely dangerous. I, I look. Nevada won't be playing at home. Utah State won't be playing at home. They're much. They'll be much more more vulnerable to lose to, to these teams. Um, and then you got the Big East. The Big East to me, you okay? Yeah. Who? 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 I mean, Marquette's the top seed. This is anyone's fucking league. Right dude. now, it's kind of tied with Villanova and Marquette. It's anyone's league. Yeah. I would not be shocked if fucking DePaul won that thing. You know what I mean? I mean, I would a little bit, but Only I'm saying... Only because, you know, Villanova has proven that on a bad night, they can shit the bed pretty bad. This is just not a very good league this year. That's what I'm, that's what, and that's what I'm saying is the power fives or the power... They don't, it's not five in college basketball. It's like six. Yeah. They're down. Yeah. Across the board, they're down, except for maybe the ACC and the SEC. The Big 12, Kansas is not the same as a normal Kansas. Yeah. Oklahoma is not the same as Although a normal Although the Big Oklahoma. 12 is decently deep. It is deep, but I'm saying the, the league together is down. Okay. Okay, the Big 10, it, 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 the Big 10, SEC, and ACC are kind of holding their own. Uh, but you know who's really good is the American. Yeah. Um. Which I still think could be a danger. I mean, you got to think it'll be one of the th- one of the three or four. Do you think both UCF and Temple could get bids? UCF definitely, definitely in with their win over Houston. You know they won at Houston. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely in. They're definitely in now. Okay, That's Temple true. is 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 as as on the bubble as you can possibly be. Yeah, but so they got Cincy, uh, Houston, UCF, yeah. and possibly Temple. Yeah, and what I mean. <laughs> Temple gets UCF in Philly the final game of the season, I believe. That would be a, that would pretty much if they won that they would put them in. I think we did uh, talk about that briefly before the podcast. What what's the uh, the, cir- the circumstances here? Yeah, uh, you would have it's senior night. Yeah, uh, their coach, who is a Philadelphia legend, uh, it's his final. It could be his final game. Well, I mean, they would probably go to the NIT if not. Even still, his final home potentially game. important yeah. game. Yeah, that right. place is going to be on fire. Yeah. And you're going to have UCF coming in, who I think UCF is playing great ball. Dude, I'll say this. I was watching that UCF-Houston game. UCF is a team. Watch out. Creating a little buzz. 
I know, look, I'm pro UCF on the football front, but I'm saying like they are in a, a team like Houston where they, they, they kind of, they're aggressive. They can, they, 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 they have guards that can cut and, and are athletic. When you have this tackle fall guy, it is a problem. Yeah. And what that does the uh, ginormous dude? Yeah. Was it, you said seven, three or four or something. It's yeah. Gigantic. What I'm saying, it's a, it, it hurts your team. And then Dawkins right now is playing out of his mind. Johnny Dawkins son. He's got it like a killer instinct about him. Yeah. I think this is a very dangerous team in the tournament. I would not be surprised if this team went, went pretty far. Yeah. Um, so by the way, I saw an interview with, uh, I believe it was Johnny Dawkins and, uh, his son and, um, Johnny Dawkins kind of shitting on his son in the interview, which, you know, maybe is good parenting. Keep him humble. Johnny, Johnny Dawkins went to DeMatha, buddy. Hey, DMV in the Morgan house. Morgan Wooten, one of his rules, always shit on your son. There you hey. go. <laughs> keeping it, um, keeping it, keeping it straight. Well, dude, let's talk about this for a second. I want to, I still want to hone in on a couple other conferences that I think it's very, very possible. But I want to see about this. So we have UCF. Mm-hmm. They're the best team in college football in the state of Florida <laughs> for the past two years, right? Sure. And I think this year, you could argue, are they the best team? Are they better than Florida State? Let me ask you this. They're better, they're better than Florida, I think. They're better than Florida's better performance than Miami. in the fucking uh, BCS game might you know, offer a little competition there against UCF because they they whipped the dog shit out of Michigan. Uh, no, they played two FCS schools. That's true. Uh, I'm not buying in yet. You, oh, especially if you have Mackenzie Milton hey, healthy through the Mackenzie Milton, they would have beat LSU if they had Mackenzie Milton healthy. True. Yeah. Through the regular season, and LSU is better than Florida, even though I don't know LSU. Did they go into Florida and lose? I think this they year? lost. But, so yeah. I don't know. There's a little competition there. Florida and Dan Mullen kind of. Making things uh, tight. I, I do think it was a great hire. I mean, I think he's, but I think last year you, they played a, a cup. If they play on a neutral site, I think UCF has a slight edge if Mackenzie Milton's healthy. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I think the year, and I think the year prior, they Michigan shat the bed in yeah. the Bulls. I think Florida was motivated to get over the two ass whippings they'd taken in Michigan's hands the previous two calendar years. You know, Michigan, not much to prove by playing Florida that game. Florida, a lot more to prove. So. Florida lost to Kentucky at home. They lost to Missouri at home. This was not you. You can't tell me that they're better than Central Florida last year. That's true. I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. I mean, that. yeah, with Mac at QB, a freshman, closer yeah. than it was. Uh, you know, by, by the end of the season, my opinion of the two teams is closer than it was. Well, obviously the- with Mackenzie Milton now. Right. <laughs> We're gonna see what happens with uh, who's the uh, transfer? I forget his name. Oh, uh, the Notre Dame guy, uh, Wimp, Brandon Wimbush. Brandon yeah, Wimbush. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Wimbush, yeah. We will see about that. But anyway, my question is, is are they the best team in college basketball in is the you? state of Florida? Oh, okay. Uh, Florida State should have beaten Duke. And this was what was a great – someone tweeted me this today, and shout-outs to you. I don't have the, your, your Twitter information in front of me, but I appreciate you. Uh, tweeted me this saying, tell me that won't be an amazing matchup, a 5-12, even though I know Central Florida is, like, I think higher ranked than a 12 seed. Yeah. If Florida State – because both of them have gigantic big men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the uh, seven four yeah. versus seven, yeah. seven six game. <laughs> that shit would be fun to watch. Uh, hey, I, I, I'm just throwing this out there. Yeah. Don't be surprised if Central Florida goes further than Florida State in the in the uh, NCAA tournament. I would not at all be surprised. Yeah. Although I don't, I'm not sleeping on Florida State. Florida State, I actually think is actually really underrated too. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. 
Matchups are everything. I got to see the matchups before I really commit to this. Right. But the point is here, Central Florida needs to be taken fucking seriously. Yeah. Well, I I wonder like, man, the ACC should just take them. Right. If the ACC Fuck didn't going have after 14, Notre Dame. Right. Or 15. Yeah. In basketball. I mean, well, I mean, you can even it up and go 16. If they just took them and, and I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, okay. Other, other tournaments that I think could be extreme, extremely, excuse me, ex- extremely wild. The Missouri Valley. Cause but no one's got an outright bid, but that's going to be a fucking wild. I think a wild, wild, uh, conference championship or conference tournament. I can't speak. And then I do think the West coast conference has potential. If anyone can upset Gonzaga, dude, there was a point. There was a point where I thought St. Mary's was going to do it. And then they could not, they could not control the ball. It was killing me. Yeah. And for a minute there, I was buying in the crowd was getting hyped. Uh, I, they were, they were making threes and I was like, dude, St. Mary's is going to be Gonzaga. Yeah. No. Zaga turned it on. They t- took it to another game. Well, I will say this. Just looking at the spreads recently, uh, someone's dis- Vegas is disrespecting. Vegas needs to think about theirs because they're making it awfully easy to bet on Gonzaga. You know, obviously, like we had mentioned a, a couple weeks ago, uh, I think in conference or maybe, uh, yeah, it was in conference, Gonzaga's average margin of victory was like 33 a game. Yeah, yeah. I've seen like spreads of like 9 and 13 recently on. Like, yeah, and you're you know, covering every time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, maybe this is a slightly better team, but Gonzaga is still fucking killing everyone else. And that's a deep conference. So it is, it is, man. you know, even if they are beating Pepperdine by 40, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But the thing is Pepperdine's probably not that much worse than Pepperdine could go play like Stanford right now and probably be like a, it'd be a five, it'd be a a close game with five minutes left. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say they're definitely win at Stanford, but I'll say that would be a very close game. Pepperdine's a solid team. Um, they will, I mean, that conference has a winning record against the Pac-12. Uh, need I say more? Um, the true West Coast Conference. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're doing it, buddy. But I, I do think a lot of these conferences, these conference tournaments, are going to be absolutely phenomenal. And with that, I'm going to dive into the database top 25 because right now, look, other episodes we've kind of worked our way into the database top 25. We just got to get into this because uh, we got to think about ours. Dude, it's March. It's March. It's time to fully go in on college basketball. I've been watching these things. You know, and by the way, I want to tell you guys that the Sports Gambling Podcast is giving away a thousand dollars. Holy shit! A thousand dollars in their quest for ten thousand Twitter followers. If the gambling, if at Gambling Podcast, by the way, if you're searching for a Sports Gambling Podcast, uh, at Gambling Podcast gets to, if it gets to ten thousand followers before March 18th, they will give away a thousand dollars to a random follower. This Jeez. is not a rigged election; it is as random as they come. All you need to do to to partake in this thing is to enter a tweet with the hashtag SGP10K and at Gambling Podcast in a tweet. Unlimited entries. You can do that over and over and over because we're trying to get more and more followers on the Twitter front. That's hashtag SGP10K and at Gambling Podcast. Listen, get out there. Throw your dick in the air. $1,000 just to type some language? Yeah. You know what I mean? Get your fucking language. Type some words. Type some language. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking idiot. I'm drinking over here. Uh, Okay. And with that, uh, the number 25 team in the DB. You get in the the, the database top 25. My 25th team, they (laughs) stayed number 25, even though they won. I know that's tough. 
But I got Wofford as the 25th team in the nation. Hey. The fucking Terriers, man. Dude. Undefeated. Uh, they haven't lost since, like, fucking, since, since, I don't even know. Have they lost in, two, in 2019? Can we pull that up? <laughs> Let's see. Where is have it? they lost in 2000? I think they might have, like, early. Uh, 26 and 4. Let's take a look at their record. Da, 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 da. Lost at UNC game one. Well, they beat them last year. Or home. U- UNC or, wanted the revenge. They beat UNC in Chapel Hill last year. Dude, their losses aren't bad off the top here. Uh, I mean, in fact, their fucking losses are amazing. UNC, uh, Oklahoma, or at Oklahoma, at Kansas, and uh, at Mississippi State. Yeah. That's what you call a d- murderer's row right there. Anyway, when, when was their last loss, though? That, Have they lost in 2019? That last loss. Let's see what the date of this game was. Uh, da, 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 da. Where the... F- Jesus. I'm um, pathetic. It's not even showing Are me... Are you looking at their schedule? Doesn't it tell you? It where doesn't show me the fucking, fucking date. This fucking piece of shit. Right, I'm going to figure this out because you need to start thinking I'm about yours. I'm a useless stat boy here. All right. Come on. Jeez, we're like, uh, but it is kind of interesting. 2019 might be a magical year for the Terriers of Wofford. Okay, they have not lost since. They have Drum not roll. lost since December 19th. All right, since before Christmas. That's fucking wild. Absolutely fucking wild. They survived two overtime games because that conference is really good. Question East Tennessee for you. State is good. Yeah. What was uh, UMBC's uh, mascot? Terror? Terriers, Maybe, or think. some type of dog, or something. I think they're the Terriers. Is there a new Terrier magic this ooh, year? Ooh, some Terrier magic out there. Yeah, I think it could be. Could be, buddy. In football, we got the tragic magic. In basketball, we, we got, got Terrier the, magic. Uh, Ferrier, Terrier, Ferrier, James Ferrier Terrier. James, I don't yes. fucking know. <laughs> uh, okay. Hello. I got Wofford. Uh, what? Who's Wofford got left? Could they actually? I mean, I think they're an outright bid now. Uh, they got. Oh no, their 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 season's done. Their a conference tournament starts Saturday. Saturday. Wofford is listed as a seven seed by Lunardi. Wow, I can't wait to to root for the Terriers in the tournament. They're my number twenty five team. I should probably have them higher ranked on based on the seven seed, but who knows? At twenty four, I got the Aggies of Utah State in Logan, Utah. Which man, this team first year coach doing this little dust up this weekend. Here's what I love about Utah State, right? Yeah. This coach, well, they, throughout my my childhood in the, in the 90s and the early 2000s, they had like a legendary basketball coach. Yeah. And they were always, always a live place to, to get to get beat. Yeah. And they did some tournament damage, I think, a couple of years. I mean, a couple of times. And I think after he left, they hired somebody and it didn't really work out. So they got this guy. And they're kind of killing it now. And I'm glad to see the Aggies back on the radar because I can tell you this. I love that. I watched that Nevada Utah State game. I got no idea what those fans did, but I'm saying that place was live, man. Right. I was like, what? You can't watch that. You can't watch an NBA game and tell me that place is. You'll never experience an NBA game like that. Well, what are the factors that make Utah? I mean, you think about. Uh, BYU clearly a bit of a hornet's nest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Utah. Fucking Especially Utah, Utah football. Yeah. Utah, you know, Utah football. basketball though has had. I mean, they went to the Final Four uh, yeah. with Rick Majerus. Mormons. Uh, Mormons get up. Yeah. 
and they're even not Weaver State, the fucking FCS, Utah Jazz, yeah. notoriously yeah. like uh, dedicated and surprisingly mean uh, fan base. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So no surprises on the potential. They think about theirs. They think about theirs. Maybe a, a little too hard. Let but me ask you this: I will never yeah. fault a team for or a fan base for going hard. So fucking Utah. Let me tell yeah, you what. Kudos. Yeah, and I, I've been betting on a lot of. I've been locking a lot of Utah teams lately because because of that factor. Utah Valley is good. Utah Valley, yeah. exactly. I got. I was thinking about this. I was watching this Utah State game, and I was like, you know what? I think next year I'm going to try to go to Logan, Utah, go to a basketball game there, mm. storm the court again. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would be fun. Um, Touch players, no homo. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, Utah State football. I mean, what they won 11, 12 games, something like that this year. Yeah. As a program, them in Buffalo, I mean, Central Florida, which one's the best mid-major there? <laughs> Killing it on both fronts if you combine both. Right. Utah State might have, like, the low-key, like, most potential because Utah State's not going to have a uh, an 0-1-12 UCF year, you know? Well, that only happened because George Leary quit on the team in the middle of the season. <laughs> right. Fair enough. But. <laughs> that will never happen. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that will never happen to UCF. Again, or at least for like the next 30 years. Well, here's the thing. The uh, American is because um, the year prior to that, they were really good. Right. Yeah. The Americans competitive enough, enough to like where that can happen. Actually, fucking uh, Utah State is uh, Mountain West, right? Yeah. Well, that's fucking just as competitive as the American. Yeah. Well, uh, well, how about this? Actually, you're talking about American. We were talking about Central Florida. Uh, I know we're supposed to be talking about Utah, Utah State with the 21 or the 24th team in the nation. But uh, I want to dive back in for a second on, on college basketball, on the American conferences. I was watching the UConn game and I really think there's a couple teams that are down. This is going to be a power conference next year, two years from now. The American. Yeah. Central Florida, Johnny Dawkins, that shit's staying. I mean, unless he gets hired elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati's already kind of like, I mean, they've been, a they've been solid for a decade. You know, I mean, they've been solid since the '90s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they're not going anywhere. Um, Houston is now all of a sudden a legit like. I mean, two or three years in a row now of doing this. If Sam, as long as Samson's there, I I think they're going to be fine. They have a, a very young team this year. Where was Samson before? He was uh. He was he's been at Indiana. He's been at Oklahoma when they had Blake Griffin. Yeah. Or no, I think Jeff Cape was at Blake Griffin. He was at Oklahoma when they. When, I think he took him to the Final Four one year. Yeah. I don't know. Um, they have, you, Houston in both sports goes after big fucking names. Well, well I'm saying this, though, is that uh, Danny Hurley is going to turn. I was watching UConn today. They're going to be money soon. This yeah. is his first year. He took over from Rhode Island where he won. He went deep into the tournament last year or won a couple games in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, I think UConn is going to be I pretty mean, good. The fucking history is on their side. That's Certainly. A, well, I'm saying a sleeping giant. Actually. So, so what I'm saying is you add UConn to this mix. Yeah. <clears throat> all of a sudden. Wait, wait, I'm not even finished here. You had UConn. Memphis is getting the number one recruit in the nation next year. That matters. I don't know how Pen- much that matters, well, look, but Penny Hardaway is in his first year coaching. Yeah. There. I think they're right at 20 wins or 19 wins. They lost to Cincy by two yeah. the other night. Uh, he's bringing in the top recruit in the nation. I think, more, I think more talent will follow. I think he's going to be good in Memphis. Yeah. And then you add in the fact that, uh, what was my third? Wichita State's down, which is very rare. Right. They'll be back. This conference is going to be legit. Let me ask you if there's a uh, comparison to Penny Hardaway in at all the recent future in terms of like 
guy with like, I hate to say this because it's gonna sound racist, but like, what do you the mean? fucking street cred of like a Penny Hardaway in the coaching ranks, you know, at a program that has like the uh, the potential to. I mean, I guess Calipari is is, is the equivalent, you know, but um, uh, yeah, I don't know, like. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of any. I mean, Ewing obviously has like a a great run for, um, you know, coaching wise. Uh, Chris Mullen, Ewing. I, I I mean, I don't know. I mean, Penny Hardaway came right in, and he he. I mean, first off, he went. I mean, I guess Ewing went to Georgetown. Penny went to Memphis. Mullen went to St. John's. Those three right there. Uh, Aaron McKee is taking over at Temple next year. That's another one. Is that uh, that's gonna be interesting? To see Just how in that terms of out. like coaches that can immediately like recruit the shit out of players, like you know, yeah. based based on their their the mojo that they bring to the table. You know, I mean, Ewing is like so long ago that while you would think that you know his name alone would carry enough weight for him to instantly start to like pull in big time recruits, doesn't seem to have happened yet, but. Penny Hardaway walking in the fucking front door and immediately pulling the top recruit in the nation. It's like, whoa, what yeah. other coach has ever really done that? That's a good point. And, and, and that's why I do think Memphis and Memphis is asleep. I mean, they played for a national championship not that long ago. Yeah. You know, that's uh, true. so I think they will be back on the rate. I think that conference is going to be really, really legit yeah. soon. Um, by the way, uh, one game left for Utah State on the schedule, and that's at Colorado State. And Colorado State's pretty shitty, so I think Utah State's safe to say they're going to have what uh, they're going to be. I think that Utah State's going to be twenty-five and six. That's a fucking great first year for a coach. They were not that good last year, Patty C. Utah State, yeah. Well, first year you come in there, you go twenty-five and six. Pretty fucking solid. Really fucking solid. Give it up for the Aggies. I love seeing them. By the way, in football this year, I should note. Utah State opens up the season. I'm thinking about going to this game at Wake Forest. You're thinking about going? Are you going to be in the area? Uh, I'm going to go over there, so I'll be in that that vicinity. I was about to say that's a fucking but, long but, trip. For, well, check know. this out. They also play a game in the middle of the year at LSU. That's an interesting game. <laughs> <laughs> but LSU at LSU is not a. They fun. went into Auburn. What I mean, I know that was eight nine years ago, but I'm saying. The Plains is not easy to play in it either, but fucking Death Valley is a different game altogether. But that game could they, be a they day went game. into Lansing, almost got the win. Yeah, I mean we're we're, we're basically up with like a minute left. Yeah, and although a circus fucking, catch by Michigan State. Michigan State is the type of team that would lose. Yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let me let me ask you this: Big East. Wait, we were talking about the American. Yeah. Is the American, um, is the basketball going to be enough of a force to kind of propel them to stay together a little bit, you know? Because obviously you're thinking that if any college expansion happens, then Mountain West and American are the natural teams to pilfer, or conferences to pilfer from. Um, but if, if this team has a strong enough, you know, basketball conference that like, can challenge most other conferences. Does that encourage some of these teams to say fuck off? I mean, any Power Five football conference is big enough to pull any one of these teams out. Here's what I wonder, though. I mean, yeah, you're. Oh, look, we're probably wrong. They probably will get pulled out. But I'll say this. That's something I never do. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this: is if Houston with Holgerson, 
can can get some footing and kind of be what UCF is on the other side of the conference, which Memphis is pretty darn close to that. Yeah. Um, Obviously, getting an automatic bid in any kind of variety would stabilize that conference entirely. I mean, dude, they... UCF, fuck college football. I mean, I love college football, but it's fucking pisses me off with the, cause this already should have been done, but I'm saying, uh, okay. I'm just saying if, if Houston was to emerge back, like they were a couple of years ago. Yeah. Beat Florida state in the sugar bowl. Yeah. Right? Wasn't it the sugar bowl? Yeah. Or yeah. Maybe um, orange bowl. Okay. Maybe the orange bowl. Um, and then obviously UCF, the way that they're playing right now and, and, and then you add in Memphis, and uh, I mean, look, East Carolina's going to be back. We got Mike Houston, uh, but but I would say even Fucking South Florida, asshole. can can Charlie Strong take the next step this year? Well, we're t- we're going off of college football. Let's go. Let's, let's let's we'll we'll get we'll get to the end of it. We'll, we'll talk college football at the end. Okay. All right. Okay. But I'm saying the American Conference. Yeah, that's a good question. Is if. I still think they would just. If basketball stolen. emerges in the American as like I, a which fucking, which I think is, I would bet on that. If what you're yeah. saying about yeah. you know the the coming years, like they're 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 as good as any of these fucking power conferences, save for like the ACC and the Big Ten, you know. I mean, take a look at the Big East. Then why leave that? Why leave that? And especially if your fucking football is developing too, it's like is the American. It's a shame for the Mountain West if the American is the is the conference that pulls away. Um, cause the Mountain West is like nipping at their heels. If yeah. not, you know, Yeah. well, football, they're definitely nipping at their heels. I mean, basketball too. I mean, look, you take Nevada, Nevada went to what the elite eight last year. They just need to combine themselves and form a fucking juggernaut and like, uh, or college football needs to stop being fucking weak and let them both like play with the big boys. You know, I would say certainly after, I mean, Americans got a good enough track record, but I'm going to talk about my number 23 team in the, in all the land. And it's the Villanova wildcats. All right. They, they got a rematch against Marquette in Philly and they beat them. Yeah. Your opinion of the wildcats, Patty. See, you think, you think that's still a dangerous team for you? What if Virginia was to get Villanova in the second round? Dude, Villanova is obviously fucking dangerous as shit. Yeah. And they beat Butler by 21 this weekend. Uh, Who's their only? They got they got a game against Seton at Seton Hall left, which is a huge game for Seton Hall. I imagine that place is going to be absolutely rocking because Seton Hall is first four in or first four out on a couple different publications, projecting the uh, field of sixty eight. So that, that that's a game to watch, guys. Who, who's Seton Hall versus who? Villanova at Seton Hall. It's the only game left of the season for Villanova. Yeah, and Seton Hall pretty much needs to win that. <laughs> Or win some in the Big East tournament, right? To make the to tournament. get a look. I mean, if they lose that, they could since since right now they're first four in, and so Seton Hall will probably win that fucking game. That place is going to be on fire though. That's yeah. Mark that on your calendar is one to watch. Nova at Seton Hall. It's going to be pretty much a playoff game. You know, playoffs, playoffs. Um, all right. Uh, but you yeah you you think Nova? Okay, let me ask you this. Wofford, you see them in the Sweet Sixteen? No. Utah State. No. Villanova. Potentially. All right. Which we're going to do that. Help, the, help remind me on that. I want to do that for all the teams. My, at number 22, I got the Marquette Golden War Eagles. Look, they split against Nova, so I, I, I gave them the, the little bit of a... They were number like 10 in my or 11 in my database top 25 last week. They lost two in a row, though, including one home loss today to Creighton. Which, I mean, Creighton's not awful, but I'm just saying... I thought I I've been saying this all year, Patty C. This is the team that uh, uh, before their two losses, a home game too. Yeah, before their two losses this week, 
they had him penciled in as a three seed. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting there saying, that's, that's the three seed. High. That's the three seed that's going to get upset. Mm-hmm. That's the 14 seed that's going to do it. Yeah. Now they're pushed back to a four seed. Um, projection wise, obviously, this is all projections. You see Marquette in the Sweet 16, Petty C. Uh, I don't. I think they lose early. And Marquette, I think they still have a game on their schedule, if not two. I'm going to pull it up right now. I mean, St. John's fucking beat them earlier in the season, and then I want to say they... <laughs> They're at Seton Hall this Wednesday. They beat St. John's by one. No, they lost. Did they lose to St. John's twice? They did. Yeah. So check us out. They can still lose that four seed, though. Look look at their remaining schedule. They got... At Seton Hall, home to Georgetown. You got to think they're going to beat Georgetown. Yeah. So Seton Hall needs to win both these games. Seton Hall is is at home against Marquette and Villanova. They, see, Seton Hall wins those two. They're definitely in. Yeah. That's simple. Play your, play your asses off. Got to give it up Seton Hall, even though they are the Pirates and pirates. they're the fake Pirates. Um, <laughs> because the real Pirates are East Carolina University. I'm open with this beer. Butt Pirates. Ooh. All right, at number 21 in the nation, Patty C is, well, I just talked about them, the Central Florida Golden Knights. Do you see them potentially in the Sweet 16, Patty C? Well, that's the team that, you know, based on some of the hype I've been seeing on Twitter and and obviously coming from you, uh, and and from their recent results, they could push in there. They're right right on the cusp of a team that I think has that potential, obviously um, haven't had quite the regular season overall. That says Sweet 16, but... Uh, 20, 22 and 6. It's good, but Sweet 16 is, you know, for the elite. Uh, we shall see. They, they, their remaining schedule... They're outside of the top 25. Their remaining schedule... Yeah. Uh, on what day is the 7th? That's like, today's the 3rd, right? Mm, yes. the 4th. 3rd. So Wednesday, they are playing home to Cincinnati. Okay. Then they're at Temple. Woo! Dude, the, the end of the American this 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 next couple days is amazing. Yeah, it's a fucking entertaining. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I I think they're they're good enough to make the Sweet Sixteen. I'm not saying they definitely will because I got to see the matchups, but I'm saying that's one that I would not be shocked if they're in the Sweet Sixteen. You agree with that? You you co-sign? Oh that? well, yeah, I wouldn't okay. be shocked with that. All right, and at number twenty. I got the Buffalo Bulls, Patty C. Okay. Do the Buffalo Bulls, in your mind, 26 and 3, have a shot to make the Sweet 16? Absolutely. Absolutely. They once they got tournament experience. They won a couple, they won a game last year in the tournament against Arizona. They upset Arizona. This team, uh, you know, they've only lost three games all day. Or I mean, all, all day, all year. Not a fucking Watch ton. your bag. Watch your bag. The dog wants to... Uh, what an asshole. Yeah. Not a ton of great wins on their schedule. I hate to say it. Uh, they went to Morgantown and got one early. They beat San Francisco. That's a nice win. They beat Sy- Syracuse. I mean, of the current top by, 25... By, by double digits. Of the current top 25, they have one victory. Yeah, but that that the shit all changed. You could, I mean, I I put it like this: I had Syracuse as my twenty sixteen. I mean, just on their record alone, and last year that they, and they have a 
Does he have a bone? Can you take his fucking bone from him? He's a little shithead. No, he's just chewing on his paw. Oh, nice. That's what we do here. Yeah. Uh, Send him to school, buy him books. What do yeah, they do? Eat the cover. There you you know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to my my pops. One of his one of the classic quotes that don't make any sense. Um, <laughs> so, at Syracuse, dude. Oh, another one. St. Bonaventure. I mean, that's not a bad... I mean, that's a decent victory. No? Bonaventure? Oh, that's that's a very well. They that's beat Toledo by thirty points. You, 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 have you that's seen? the thing is they they throttle Toledo's twenty three and six. Yeah. No, I I think Buffalo does have. And, I, and another thing is here's another thing to keep in mind. By the way, this was one I forgot to add on the sheet. Yeah. Is Buffalo is exactly another one of these conferences because Buffalo's got an automatic bid. Yeah. And if Toledo, who's twenty three and six and a, a two or three seed in the MAC, because the MAC is got five teams. Buffalo's in. And what I'm saying, they could get fucked if they if they lose, if Toledo makes it, if Ball State makes it, if Bowling Green makes it, if Central Michigan. These are all decent max. Oh, schools. some other team's gonna get fucked. I'm yeah, exactly. I thought you were saying Buffalo's gonna get fucked. No, they're still gonna make the tournament if they lose right. in the conference tournament. Yeah, they're fine at this point. But Do you see them in the Sweet Sixteen? If I had to bet right now that Buffalo was gonna make the Sweet Sixteen, yeah, I would say no. Ooh. So now you hear that Bulls fans, by the way, we got Bulls Mafia. Bulls did, Mafia. They did hit me up. No. Yeah. Bulls Mafia, we are sending you a shirt. Uh I'm gonna place the order tomorrow. Boom. Uh thanks for hitting us up and Bulls and, Mafia and please, in effect. Please, if you if you're in Buffalo and you're uh uh at some bars or something, give us some footage of Bulls Mafia. Uh tag us at the Colby D or at Patty C eight three one or at SGPN Network, we will retweet that. I always love to see Bulls Mafia out there, Patty C. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They got Bills Mafia is the greatest. The Bulls, 10-win season in football. NCAA tournament last year. This year, going to the NCAA tournament again. What the fuck has happened in Buffalo? What's happened in Niagara Falls? Let's talk about best fan bases, you know, in all sports. Buffalo Bills? Buffalo Bills right up there. Who, N- NFL, who's your top? I mean, Buffalo Bills, Green Bay Packers have to be in terms of fun. Yeah. Most fun fan base. Yeah. Who even does anything like the Bills? Yeah, that's true. I mean, Bills. Eagles are fucking asshole fans. Yeah. Ravens yeah. are fucking thug fans. Raiders. Oh, Raiders, too. Raiders. Yeah, Raiders yeah. are kind of tight fans. <laughs> they uh, are, but they're also... They're fucking I mean, they're, mean so you shit. Go, They're like the Eagles of the West. Dude, when I was living down in San Diego, it was like... We're drinking wine and eating fucking cheese, and in come the fucking Raiders. <laughs> Jeez. Wait, you're drinking wine and eating cheese? Not, I not wasn't buying doing that it, shit. Fucking... Well, I wasn't doing that yeah. shit, but for all intents and purposes. You were uh, drinking club martini vodka. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just fist pumping in the parking lot. You know, I wasn't a fucking Chargers fan. I went to a Chargers game and I, with the Raiders there, and I was like, holy fuck, this is like... A little scary. Little scary, even here in San Diego. So well, this is LA, but well, yes. Yeah. Uh number twenty, I got the Buffalo Bulls. Number nineteen, I got the Kansas Jayhawks. Number nineteen, Patty C, are they gonna win the Big Twelve? They beat Kansas State last Monday. Let's then they, they narrowly escape a loss and still they, they, that's still what that game again at, at Oklahoma State. I thought they were gonna lose that game. Let's dive back in here. What a rally. With like four minutes left in that game, I was like, Oklahoma State is going to win this fucking game. And this team, they got nine lives, Patty. But they're four freshman starters. Motherfuckers. Let me ask you this. Is Kansas a team you could see in the Sweet 16? Sure. Yeah, I think that's a no-brainer, right? I mean, strictly from a talent and a coaching standpoint, of course. Yeah. But uh, is it a team that I could see getting bounced before that? I'd see them getting to the Sweet 16. 
Yeah. I don't know uh, further from that. Any further from there. Matchups are such a big important or part of that. You Absolutely. never know. But uh but yeah, I mean, but they're winning right now. They what's, do seem a little limited. Break can, you got the schedule there? They have Oak or at Oklahoma and Right now they're a game behind K State, right? Yeah. And what's Texas Tech's record? Are they Texas Tech is also uh, they're a game behind Texas Tech as well. It's Texas Tech and K State, I believe, both have four losses in conference. I just lost track of this. Uh, yeah, nope. Both twelve and four. Kansas sitting there at eleven and five. So they're one game back. And then let's see the remaining schedules for the. And they split. Wildcats. They split with the other two teams. They're so, gonna, they're gonna get a split of the national or split split of the, the conference. National. Yeah. Uh, Kansas has to go at TCU, which could be a loss, and home against Oklahoma. You'd have to figure if they're in position to take the conference that they'll beat Oklahoma yeah, at home. Yeah. Um, but if they go to TCU and lose, then that opens the door. And what about Texas Tech? What they need Kansas State or or Texas Tech to lose one game. They need both of those. Yeah, teams. both. Both. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I can't wait to watch this week. March is here, folks. March is fucking here. Let's take. Hit- Hit me with some good shit over there. What Texas you got? Tech uh, remaining schedule home against Texas. That's a losable game. Losable game. And then Texas going. Texas kind of playing good ball right now. Texas playing yeah. decent ball. I would still give that Texas Tech the edge yeah. there. Going to a Iowa State to close oh, the season. Oh, man. The Capitol Blowjobs is going <laughs> to. They're going to cost. They're going to get. <laughs> they're going to blow <laughs> into the fucking throat and out the bottom of the head. Yeah. And Kansas State is going to <laughs> fucking claim. How yep. is it that we know that, though? I feel like that's a pretty because good bet. Because we've been watching it for like the last two weeks and like every like domino that's needed to fall has fallen. And like in. A, no, but like, how do we always know? Like in college football, it's like when. When when you see Oklahoma's playing at Iowa State, you're like, oh god. Or when you're seeing like Ohio State play at Iowa, well, these college kids yeah. get shook, man. <laughs> and they're just like, what? I mean, dude. A couple and then years the other ago, teams have big dick energy. Like Kansas has serious big dick <laughs> yeah. fucking energy. But I caught it like college football a couple years ago. Like we were looking at Ohio State's schedule, and I think you even said like, no way they get, they lose at Iowa. And I was like, they're gonna lose at Iowa, dude. <laughs> and mm-hmm. sure enough, they didn't just lose. They lost by like thirty five points, dude. Right. Well, that's what happened this week. And to the contrary, what you said uh, just now, um, I remember the week of the Purdue game, Ohio State, and I was like, they never do it against a team like Purdue. It's always against like an Iowa, you know, yeah, a team that yeah, has yeah, like, yeah. and then bang, Purdue just butt fucks them. I, I was on that one. I was on, you I was on, on Purdue. One. Yeah. You called that yeah. one. So maybe you're a little more dialed into these upsets. I, than I know. Like, I, I feel like I'm pretty good at predicting Michigan's. I, I called when uh, one year we were like, I think everyone's saying Michigan's going to go to the playoffs. So like, they're going to lose at Iowa. Yeah. And they lost. And it was, I mean, that was a very oh, close was a game. It was like 14 game. to 12 or something, yeah. but uh, another horrible heartbreak. But I think I did the same with Oklahoma, Iowa state one year. Yeah. And even last year, I think I called it and it was close. Oklahoma, Iowa State. Oklahoma won the game, but yeah. it was still like if you go back through their year, yeah, one of the more closer games. But like the mojo, the the year before, like you felt it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you're gonna kill me right now. Why? I gotta pee. You, piece I am of so shit. unprofessional. But look, these becks are running through me. Yeah, Colby, hold it down for the next minute. Why don't you? Only look. if you run in there and piss while you're pissing. I'm gonna sing fill up some this bottle. Beck. All right, uh, I'm gonna sing some becks. What a loser! All right, do it. I I'm am gonna a loser, read a fucking baby. commercial. All right? all right, read the fucking commercial. Take the moment. All right, an ad, not a commercial. Whatever you want to say. All right, I want to tell you guys that hey, March Madness is right around the corner, guys. It's the most exciting time of the year. Not Christmas. Get that bullshit out of here. All right. March Madness is the greatest. We will be in Las Vegas, me and the SGP crew, maybe even Patty C, trying to work that schedule out with his Beck's pissing ass. Um, 
But I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. And guys, guys, gals, whatever, folks, every day over at the over at sportsgettingpodcast.com or our Twitter feeds, you can find us, me, Patty C, NC Nick. We do college basketball picks every game in the college basketball season, Division One. We also do it for college football. We publish our picks for every single game. What other place picks every single game in all the sports? The Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, we have pretty good records, too, to back that up. And conference championships coming up. I've always found that conference championship is the better time to make money than the NCAA tournament. Because these teams have played each other two, three times, and you really know you know, what's, what's at stake here. You should know the conferences we've been picking at all the games, but you can really make some good money. I feel like in the conference championship weeks, at least through my past five years of life, especially, I mean, even probably longer than that, but that's what I'm talking about. So get over to my sign up for that thing. And remember guys, as I mentioned previously, before we dive back into the database, top 25, your other beers over here, buddy. It's right here. I got you a beer right here. I want Clota Blah. Oh, Jesus. I don't even know that they actually heard that. Um, but I want to tell you guys that the uh, obviously we're giving away $1,000. I, I mentioned it earlier. Get over there to Twitter. Tweet at Gambling Podcast. I'm a new man. And hashtag SGP10K. All right? You want to be a new man like Patty C? You do that. You might win $1,000. And we grow our... Come on, guys. We've been winning you money for a while. Look, we might have had some tough weeks here and there. But we cover everything here. Come on, tell a friend. Send the thing to your drunk uncle that you see every year at Christmas time that you told him, oh, you know, I've been winning a little money this year. Right? <laughs> well, what, 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 send him an email. But no, first, send us a tweet, and you might win $1,000. But in general, let's grow this thing. Let's grow this family. All right? We got things going over here. Patty C. might go to Vegas. We're working on that. Are you ready to rock? Are you ready to rock? Well, let's, let's rock. rock. All right. Okay. At number. Well, we talked about Kansas, Patty C. What was, hold on. Hold on. That's our problem is we keep going on these tangents. What the fuck? We gave, give me K-State schedule. Because uh, we know that Texas Tech's going to blow it. At, at Iowa State, they're going to lose that I, game. I believe. They uh, might lose both games, dude. Texas is playing good ball right now. I don't know. Texas Tech's still playing pretty good ball, too. I do like Texas Tech, man. They, I, I don't I know that Kansas is going to do it only because I don't think that uh, I think Texas Tech is going to handle their business at in the cornfields final game of the season. Iowa State a spoiler that could definitely happen. Yeah, that could easily happen. But OK, so we're looking at Big 12. Um, we got to go to the cornfields one of these days, man. We really should. That's why another thing we need to get these followers going, guys. I want to go across the country doing stand up comedy, taking my dog mud going to college football, college basketball games, interacting with you folks. That's the dream here. Help me make this dream happen, guys. At TCU, Kansas State. <laughs> That's the type of game they lose because TCU plays the same style of basketball as them, which is like great defense. They both struggle to make jump shots. Um, watch it. Watch it. Um, Always dog once again. He gets excited when I come over. Yeah. I know. used to kick his ass. When Colby and I were uh, rooming it up. Hang on. Stay focused. What's the last game for, for K-State? Then, uh, 
home against Oklahoma. Oh, Kansas is going to get a part of this fucking championship again. I don't know what's going on. Jayhawks. Anyway, I got the Jayhawks at 19. Number 18. I got the Virginia Commonwealth University, the Rams, Eric Maynard, former point guard who shit on Duke in the NCAA tournament, former Oklahoma city thunder point guard and Portland trailblazer point guard. Maynard was a baller. Yeah. Knee injury took him out. I think, uh, PCU Petty C. I've already I've already spoke my piece. I'm predicting they lose the 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 uh, Atlantic Ten Indian Atlantic Ten Championship. They're gonna they obviously have the regular season pretty much locked up. However, Petty C, do you see them in the Sweet Sixteen? VCU. Yeah. I see them knocking on the door of it. Uh, Bob Dylan was knocking on a few doors. I think I do. I think I do see VCU make. It depends on who they draw. I mean, it, uh, Lunardi's bracket has them drawing uh, Virginia in the second round. In that case, certainly not. You know, if they're if they're looking at eight nine seed, how can you certainly say that? Hmm? This is Patty C. Just he's his favoritism. Let me just remind you. Okay, I'm gonna pull up the score. Let me just remind you that Virginia has fucking wiped the walls with damn near every team. Virginia won by eight, and it was in Charlottesville. This will be on a neutral court. Okay, listen. I think we're looking at UVA's a. Okay. Last year's UVA at the half it was twenty eight twenty four. Last year's UVA team and this year's UVA team are very similar. Okay, but last year's UVA team without a uh, homeboy in the first round, um, Hunter, uh, was a much different team than a healthy UVA this year. And all of those UVA but you can't teams just tell listen. Me. All of those UVA teams were far worse or far better. All the previous ones were far worse than the last two iterations of UVA. And so assuming last year there should was be a, chip on their shoulder. a complete yeah. fucking anomaly. Now you're looking at a team that is approaching elite status. And, and we're not talking about Duke three freshman elite, like, you know, talent wise. We're talking about a fucking systematic developed like juggernaut. Like they shouldn't fucking shit the bed again. They should, but you don't tell me that walk into you the can't elite. Tell eight. me that doesn't scare you a little bit. It does. Uh, history, prove it to me first before I fucking believe. Well, I'm just saying, if if especially if a team that played you tough in Charlottesville, tougher than a lot of ACC sure, schools. Sure, sure. Here's here's what we've seen with UVA is they do this pack line defense, and uh, if you shoot the lights out, they they. They don't challenge the three ball well enough is a complaint I have about theirs. And well, so, that's a good thing, though, for them. VCU doesn't strike me as a three-point shooting team. Well, that's the on the flip side of that, if they play a team with you know extraordinary athleticism, which yeah, VCU, VCU typically possesses, is, yeah. then those are their two Achilles heels. If they play a team where you know you're looking at a standard system and just played well, UVA is just going to outplay you 99% of the time. But if, if one of your extremes, you know, catches UVA in a way that like they're vulnerable, then yeah, they could lose. But yeah. And so VCU does have one of the two things that can catch Virginia from a vulnerability standpoint. But this year's Virginia team is fucking nasty. So I would say definitively if UVA is at a hundred percent and they play VCU in the second round, UVA will smack the fuck out of them. I think you need to start thinking about yours. Knock on wood. Uh, at number six, 17, I got the Kansas State Wildcats. We just talked about Kansas State. Could you see Kansas State in the Sweet 16, Petty C? No. They went to the Elite Eight last year. <laughs> I just see them as a fucking liability. I mean, that's a good point. You know, you talk about prove it to me. Yeah. But 
And it's almost the same exact team. Well, maybe I need to think about mine a little more. I mean, I I, I think it's matchups. I'm just looking matchups. At, they could. I I think they definitely could. I'm but they looking also at could this lose team the that is trying to fucking you know has had opportunities to lock down the or Big Twelve. Or you're holding a grudge against them firing Bill Snyder. Well, I am doing that without yeah. a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I, but personally be, hurt by that. But. I think it's matchups though, man. I think if they're playing the right types of teams because they play a physical brand of defense. Kind of like Cincinnati. Well, let me ask you this. Are they more of a threat to lose within the big 12 than they are in the tournament or uh, probably, I think they're probably better against these the other field. schools because they, they play great defense. Yeah. They they got athletes. You know what I mean? They can play defense. That I just bodes well for attorney time. I mean, last year did they also caught some breaks? I think some other teams, some higher, this higher seeds lost early. But that's what I'm saying. Like matchups are a huge deal. If you look at the bracket and see certain matchups and and see that, man, if Kansas State's playing St. John's, I like Kansas State to fuck up St. John's. You know what I mean? Like, uh, right. oh yeah. So the bracket matters a lot. Man, what we had mentioned earlier, though, on a, a several podcasts ago, was how teams that are traditionally, you know, athletic and defensively uh, oriented tend to kind of cut up in the in the tournament because they get caught by a team that's hot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what, eventually that does happen. I mean, look, and this team that I have right right next to them at number sixteen, kind of reminds me of Kansas State. Kansas State's uh, much more experienced than this team this year, particularly yeah. Cincinnati Bearcats. Yeah, well, that's kind of the the team I had in mind more than any other. Yeah, uh, but Cronin's got them playing great. I mean, they've been playing great ball lately. I mean, sure, they only beat SMU by three, but I'm saying they've been winning. Like early in the year, they they were losing some some games. Maybe they shouldn't have East Carolina. Yeah, but they've been playing good ball lately. Yeah. So how, how deep has Cincinnati been able to get? Like even dating back to Huggins, like how many times have they been in? Huggins took them to the Final Four once, right? Or Elite Eight? Nick Van Exel? I think when they had Van Exel. I don't know they, that they ever made it to the Final Four. I feel like they always fucking kind of fell short. I of feel like when they had Nick Van Exel. Let's see if we can do some data research on the fly right here. Um. Oh, Wells Fargo. No, I don't want to go there. Uh, Man, we're just going to sit down and fucking... Let's... uh, Bob Huggins. I'm going to... Wikipedia Bob Huggins. We're going to see his list of seasons if we... 1991-92. With Nick Van Exel. They went to the Final Four? Yeah. I'll I'll admit freely that that was before I started paying attention. 92, actually. It was 1992. They went to the Elite Eight in 93 and 96. They, you know, so they went to the Elite Eight 92, 93, 96. Yeah. Uh, they went to the Sweet 16 2012. They made it past the first round of 32. 12, obviously, uh, 11, 12, 15, 17, 18. Well, they haven't been to the Sweet 16. They've only been to the Sweet 16 once in the past 10 years. Yeah. I mean, and then fucking Huggins, like, what was he there until 2005? It looks like they went to the Elite Eight once in his last, like, 15 or 10, probably 12 years there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. Once in the last 12 years, Huggins was there. And so this is not a team that typically so makes you, it to you, the Sweet you 16. You are saying they're not going to be in the Sweet 16. Cincinnati... I think we'll make the Sweet 16 this year, but I don't think they'll make the Elite Is eight. that Patty C favoritism right there? Is that burrito-eating 
Sideline stealing. I always, I always want the Bearcats yeah. to go far, but they always disappoint. So maybe, uh, maybe I should just pull back and keep them at thirty-two. All right, at number fifteen, I got the Nevada Wolfpack. Uh, obviously, they've lost two games in the past ten days in very hostile environments. Uh, what do you think, Patty C? Uh, I mean, when you have a winning percentage that high. It's tough to, especially in a in a conference, you know. That's they end the season at home against San Diego State. By the way, guys, you should bet that one. I mean, they actually play Air Force at Air Force first, but uh, March 9th, This is uh, you know, uh, I think Saturday. Is that this? Yeah, Saturday, I believe. Uh, take Nevada to cover that spread because they're going to get revenge and they're going to blow out fucking San Diego state, just like they did last year. And then it's going to come into the third game in a neutral site. Where if they play San Diego state where that would be extremely dangerous because San Diego state has athletes, um, Nevada sweet 16. Yes. I think they can make it. I think they actually are a dangerous, dangerous team. Sure. I agree. Um, as far as like, depending on the seating, they could go deep. I think. Yeah. I mean, depending on who's in their, their, their side of the bracket, Generally fucking whipping yeah. ass as well. Yeah. And they start five fifth year seniors. Five fifth year seniors. seniors? Yeah. That's unheard of. That's what I'm saying. That makes it almost and they have tournament experience. They went they went deep last year. Right. Talk yeah. about not being like shook. Yeah. You know. Um a couple of them are on the NBA radar too. Uh at number fourteen, you have the Virginia Tech not you, I have the Virginia Tech Hokies. Hokies, Patty C. I know you want to believe they beat Duke without their guy, Zion Williamson. Do you believe in the Hokies to get it done? Do you believe in the remaining schedule? They're 22 and five buzz Williams doing a hell of a job in Blacksburg and the, the pedigree, you know, of buzz Williams come tourney time. Do they win this week at Florida state? I don't know. Um, I don't think so. I think they lose that game. Me too. And then they're yeah. home to Miami. I think they win that, obviously. They should, but Miami shows up every once in a while. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and it's not even a guarantee they go to Florida State and lose, but yeah, they can Florida still State's win that game a similarly yeah. talented team. Home, yeah. court, home court advantage. Florida yeah. State might need a little more. I mean, more. obviously, if I had to bet that one, I would say right now, money line, I would take Florida State. Yeah. Um, do you see them in the Sweet 16? This is a team that traditionally, our buddy Kramer will, will bring this up. They traditionally lose early in the first round. They made it a couple of years ago. Got upset by Avery Johnson in Alabama. I don't know if that was last year or the year before. Uh, they struggle in the tournament. How long has Buzz been there? I think maybe three years, four years. Three years, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's getting to the yeah. point where they should have probably gone a little further. But this team does feel a little different, you know. Yeah. They seem like they're they're a little one notch above where they'd previously been. So... Um, and then given Williams tourney experience, I still think this is a dangerous team to lose in the first round. Sure. Cause they're going to have a five seed and they're going to, yeah. yeah. Uh, and absolutely let them have an off night shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Appalachia, uh, has a lot of representation. If you're going to include the Carolina schools in there in the field, in the field of, oh, of or, course, or in the group of a- Appalachia, you know, in general, we got West Virginia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Duke, and North Carolina. All kind well, of. If you look at the mid-major realm too, 
Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of good basketball yeah. being played there. I mean, so. You could even say Radford. Uh, Radford is only a game out right now. They still might make the tournament. There you go. I don't know if that will factor in to uh, Tech's uh, competition level and wanting to keep up with their uh, rival counterparts. Old Dominion VCU. Yeah, there's a lot going on George there. Mason Norfolk the State Final Four more play recently in. than yeah. yeah. North, North, North Norfolk State's probably won a tournament game more recently than Virginia Tech. <laughs> All right. I don't know if that's true, but they did win. They did upset somebody. I think it was Florida. Relatively recently. Yeah. It was yeah. a huge upset. It was like two two fifteen, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think that Tech will have uh, will be trying to get over the hump, and I think that they are on a different level this year. Whether that means they'll actually do it, you know, Tech has a way of choking. Yeah, the special way of choking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a skeptic. I'm a skeptic on them in the Sweet Sixteen. I got to see the matchups first. They draw a, a week twelve or thirteen or. F- 11, whatever the fuck they get put is. Uh, at number 13, I got the Boilermakers of Purdue. Now, I saw some people today saying they're the great sleeper for the Final Four. I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they, they came up and they swatted... Uh, Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio State was without their best player suspended, which I forgot on my, yeah. my pickup sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, that was in my blind spot, too. I saw Nick locked that. I was like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I thought he was absolutely crazy. I was like, doing the, the periscope in the morning, and I was like, what is he doing? And then he messaged me later, and he's saying, you know, the leading scorer just got suspended. Mm. Now, it is a short-term suspension, so Ohio Nick. State will still have their guy. Nick's yeah. a sharp. <laughs> he is pulling a <laughs> he's, – he's quick to, to capitalize off that. Uh, Boilermakers, could you see him in the Sweet 16? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- they could. Matchups once again pay a role, but I could also depend. I'll, I'll wait. We're starting to get into the realm where almost all of these teams are gonna, you know, end up in there. All right, uh, that's why I'm gonna kick it to the Elite Eight, okay. Start, starting from this one on. Okay. All right, we, I got Purdue at 13 at 12. I got the Florida State Seminoles. They're not gonna make the Elite Eight. They did last year. Really? Yeah. Jeez. I mean. I lost to Michigan, I believe. They're talented. They're athletic as fuck. Yeah. You know, they're surprisingly like competitive against big teams. So, uh, I still don't think they're going to do it again. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, they're just a little out of their league when you get to that like level of competition. I got you. I got you. I think I might agree with you. I got to look at the bracket, obviously, but. They're right on the cusp. Obviously. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, at number eleven, I have the Michigan State Spartans. They could easily go. Yeah. Although fucking losing twice to Indiana, dude, what the fuck is that? Yeah. If Indiana makes a tournament, I'm gonna huff. Tom Izzo and I'm is puff. like, uh, I mean, Michigan State has proven to be dirty as fuck. Yeah. Right. I doubt he has any love for. Uh, was it? Is Crean at uh? Indiana? No, he's not. Where like Georgia now? Cream no, he Georgia. was at Indiana. He, he got the can. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, yeah, I fucking. Uh, I think they're gonna. They they have potential to go deep. I, I think they have Final Four potential, but that is kind of weird that they shit the bed a little more frequently than they typically do this year. They got a lot of injuries and stuff, but um, I still think yeah, Elite Eight. I can see them in Elite Eight. Um. Uh, the Wolverines, I have them ranked at number 10, right ahead of Michigan State right now because Michigan beat 
You, I know you're, you're, you're out there saying, how could I have Michigan ahead of Michigan State? Michigan State went into Ann Arbor and got the win. Well, then they followed that up with a loss, a sweep to a shitty, uh, rather shittier Indiana team. It was and, a one-point loss, right? Yeah. And Michigan, but they got swept by Indiana. Yeah. Uh, and Michigan went into College Park, Maryland, and had a nice win. True. And they play each other again in the next week, so this will work itself out. True. Boom. Michigan, can you see them in the Elite Eight? Obviously. Final four? I mean, they are steady. You know, they're kind of like, uh, well, matter of fact, I mean, I, I draw a lot of comparisons to uh, UVA and Michigan, maybe because I see them as like a similar personality of a school, little public Ivy, like, you know, douchebags. But uh, I think that, UVA is the better version, a little more talented, well, but yeah. Michigan would... goes deeper in the tournament. So. Coaching, coaching, coaching. Yeah. Did you see that Harbaugh and uh, B-Line? Yeah, that shit was fucking shit was funny, great. dude. <laughs> that shit was funny. Uh, uh, all right. At 10, I got Michigan. At number nine, Yeah, I got the Houston Cougars. They lost yeah. their 33-game home winning streak. Central Florida came in. That was the longest in the nation. It's crazy. Central Florida came in, pulled the upset. I think that's a good loss, though, for Samson. You don't want to have like a 40 game winning streak coming into right. coming into the tournament. I know that sounds crazy because obviously you want to get the one seed in, in the American. I'm saying it. Right. Like, you got to get the chip off. Like, I would hate to be having won like that many games in a row. Right. Uh, well, not, not, I'm talking about the home record, but also in general, just their, 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 their wins in a row. Yeah, because you're not living in reality at that point. Yeah, when you're that good, you want you, like, and you gotta have a coach yell at you for like, "Hey, you guys fucking suck." Uh, yeah, you're terrible. You know, you don't want the pressure of like a magical season on you. You just want to go in and operate, you know, and win. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, with that said, Houston Elite Eight. I think I think they could Final Four. Mm, I think they just fall just short of that. Okay, okay. I think I'm on board with that. Uh, at number eight, I got the Tennessee Volunteers. Mm. This team fucks with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after LSU, yeah, LSU not having their best guy, their best guy, and they come in and fucking dick slap. Well, how about Kentucky. they? They almost lost to Ole Miss. They won by one at Ole Miss. Yeah, I thought was, I, can, I thought yeah. Tennessee was being exposed, and then like boom, they come in favored by what four and a half. Yeah, and I'm like. Lock Kentucky, and then boom, they come in and like, I was like, "What?" Well, they're a talented team. That's, they are. You cannot deny that's Rick Barnes. He's a great recruiter, and I always right. wonder how good of a coach he is. But I'll say this: sometimes when you just put the most talent on the court, right? I mean, not, I'm not saying there's. Uh, I mean, Kentucky's obviously talented, but I'm saying sometimes it can just peak. You right. know what I mean? Certain games can pre. I mean. Another thing is they probably had the edge of the hey they fucking beat us uh, uh, ten yeah, days ago. That's huge. You know what I mean? I mean, and then you have I mean, basically rival states. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, did hear this? Kentucky's got the better bourbon. Do you think? I I know. Who plays a better banjo? <sighs> got a fucking Kentucky bluegrass. I too. would think Kentucky too. I think a better basketball. They don't have better football. Uh. Well, this year they did. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Tennessee had some kind of like wait dominating record against Tennessee. The past ten years uh, has Kentucky. What about kind of Louisville's t- in that state? That's true. Even Western Kentucky's been a bowl team a lot of those years. 
So overall football, yeah, you may have Vanderbilt. No. no, Memphis though. Memphis holding it, holding it for him. Yeah, that's a pretty even rivalry right there. But I do think Tennessee versus Kentucky, the, the flagship schools, if you will, uh, Tennessee has dominated that rivalry pretty thoroughly. Well, um, I mean, in the past ten years, do you think? Mm, this is something that uh, we can look up. Tennessee's been dog shit a lot of those years. Well, I guess Kentucky has been too. Give me from like two thousand eight on. I know we're, we're diving into college football, but we love... This is the college experience. All right. Let's see here. We so got... What, what the fuck we do here? Tennessee just fucking dominates. Yeah. Dominates. Well, Kentucky was terrible first. Dude, this like, is year. unbelievable how many games in a row Wait, Tennessee... Wait, they, they didn't win this year, right? They did win this year. They beat Kentucky this year? Uh, Yeah. What the fuck? They lost last year, right? Okay. They whipped Kentucky's ass this year, 24-7. Uh, then Tennessee won the previous five games. Kentucky won one, and then Tennessee won every game. Well, they were terrible in the fucking from 1985 through 2010. That's pretty embarrassing. That's uh, that's 25 years of getting <laughs> fucking destroyed. Yeah, but they were the like, Tim Couch years. They were running like I don't know, just how 25 year win streak. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. Um, so, you, you, but Louisville was has had good years in there too. Sure, 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 sure. With strong, with we're off on a crazy yeah. tangent here. We don't know what the fuck we're talking, we're talking about. about. Yeah. This is the conversation. <laughs> uh, okay, my point is here is Tennessee at number eight. Patty C, you see him in the final four? I do, I do. I, th- I mean, I've I've said I've see a couple teams in the final. Who else did I say? I said Michigan State's a threat. Uh, I give Tennessee and Michigan State about equal odds to make the Final Four, only because Michigan or Tennessee has, you know, a little bit uh, flaky in terms of, you know, their consistency, and Michigan State has the fucking track record and that history to do it. Michigan, that's at Tennessee, uh, a surprisingly more talented team. I did hear that Grant Williams, looking to be the first back-to-back SEC Player of the Year. Since Corliss Williamson, Ooh, that team went to the national championship both times. Hello, um, number seven, Texas Tech Red Raiders. Mm. They're good. Elite eight, yeah. Final four, no. Okay, I think that. I think that. I think you might be on board with that. Yeah. Uh, number six, Kentucky. Wildcats. Maybe even only Sweet Sixteen for Texas Tech. To be honest, yeah. there's so much carnage in the Big Twelve that just makes me it, wonder. It's like, hard to. Hard yeah. to get a get hard good gauge. Yeah. Uh, number six, Kentucky Wildcats. They're going to lose before the final four. You think so? Yeah. Too I, young. Too young. Yeah. Um, number five, I got the North Carolina Tar Heels. I think they're a good sleeper to win it all. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dude, that tall guy, what's his name? Uh, light skinned brother with the. Uh, oh, uh, six nine and stroking the long. I know ball. exactly who you're talking about. He's a fucking uh, slept on player. What the fuck? Why can't I think of his name right now? I can't think of it either. Uh, well, I, don't, I think I know why. Because we've been bonging beers and playing Tech <laughs> on Super Bowl for five hours. Um, UNC, though, you, you could see them winning it all, right? I, uh, I do see UNC kind of as a Final Four team. Okay. Yeah. At number four, I got the LSU Tigers. <laughs> Very high. They just beat Tennessee. They beat Kentucky. They're the one seed in the SEC. That's true. That's true. 
They have some fucking losses on this. They just went to Bama and won on Saturday. It's a Bama's a team that's in the tournament or was penciled in to be in the tournament. Did Bama cover that or did LSU? LSU. LSU covered that. They fucked me over on that one. Thought uh, Avery had that one in. They covered it late, right? Where do you see LSU going? You think they're going to get upset? I think LSU is like a Sweet 16, Elite 8 kind of team. Not Final Four, though. No. Okay. Just talent at a certain point uh, in the tournament takes over. It's fading the Tigers. We are not Tigers, apparently, Patty C is saying. I guess not. Uh, at number three, I got the Virginia Cavaliers. Patty C, are they Final Four calibers? I'm not going to put them in the Final Four until I fucking see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know? agreed, agreed. You can't just say that. Yeah. And at number two, I got the Duke Blue Devils. This thing, I don't see Duke in the Final Four either. I think they could get to the final four. I don't see them in the national championship. Yeah. Yeah. I could. I, uh, that yeah. makes sense. It's 50, 50. They make the final four to me. I can see them getting out. I can early. see them getting upset. Yeah. Uh, at number my, my number one seed. Finally, I gave it to the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Patty C. Even that is tough. You know, I guess I have to have some final fucking four. Teams. I got Gonzaga in there. Yeah. I got the penciled in. I actually think I might have them in the championship. I don't. I think Gonzaga loses. I think Gonzaga's an elite eight team. You know who I think right now? If I had to name my fucking final four, who it would be off the top of my head? I may I reserve the right to fucking revise this. Okay, but the teams that are standing out to me are Michigan State, North Carolina. I think Michigan. You know. You know it's never going to be this. You know Loyola won last year. Yeah, of course not. But okay, uh, if I had to predict, if I had to put the maximum number of teams that do end up making it in there, yeah. I'd say Michigan, Michigan State, North Carolina, and I'm fucking drawing a blank on who the last one could be. Tennessee. Maybe Tennessee. Maybe Tennessee. Yeah. Houston. I got the Zags at number one, though. Hope you Zag fans are happy with that. You um, think they're going to go? You think this is the year? Well, I guess well, they, they went to the national championship yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. They got there. You uh, think this I will is the say year this. Complete the mission. I was all on board until their, one of their better players got out for the year. When was the last time a mid-major, do we consider the West Coast Conference a conference of mid-majors? I mean, yeah, it's still mid-majors, yeah. Yeah. Won a national championship. Uh, that's a good question. I would say. Let's see. Well, does the American count? UConn. Yeah, although they're part of like an elite. I mean, that was recently. Um, club. They were Big East before, right? I think that when they won it, they might have been in the American like three years ago. Kevin Even Alley still, or four years ago. Their pedigree is not okay. Quote quote. You know, mid major. Um, let's see, national champions. We're going to look back in history real quick and go I back would say through the years. UNLV, Larry Johnson. 2018, Villanova. 2017, North Carolina. 2016, Villanova. Duke, Connecticut, Louisville, Kentucky, Connecticut, Duke, Carolina. Now my fucking computer decides to freeze right now. Of course. Uh, I'm going to say UNLV. Kansas. So you think it's been... 25, 27. Uh, they've gotten that. Dude, I don't think Gonzaga barely lost that game. That was like a fucking three-point game. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a six point game. But yeah. But I'm saying, no, but enough. a six point game was because of fouls. Right. That was like down to one possession with like a minute and a half left. Hey, this is, this is the thing about college basketball. I know, I know this is going to offend you Colby what? because you're a believer in, you know, giving teams a chance. And I, and I love that. I do love that too, but who wins? In the end, who fucking wins? No, because Villanova hadn't won shit before their past two. It's true. You know, Villanova. I'm saying college basketball is ever, ever changing. And if anything, this year would be. Giving teams a chance allows that to happen. I'll agree with you 100%. No, no, no. I'm saying, though, is that as opposed to the 90s, if you're looking back at the 90s or even the early 2000s, the one and done thing and all these players coming out early it neutralizes the game. That's why you've seen George Mason in the Final Four. You've seen VCU. You've seen Butler twice. Yeah. You've seen Gonzaga in the national championship. Who wins, though? Well, Gonzaga, I mean, but, but Gonzaga was a three-point game. It's going to happen. I think, if anything, it's heading more and more in the direction of mid-majors. You're right. You're right. Let's look at mid-majors that have played in the game in the past few years. We have Gonzaga. Butler. Yeah, Butler twice. Memphis, uh, if you want to call them. Yeah. I guess you would. Yeah. Uh, before that, it had been a while. Um, probably going back to UNLV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Seton Hall in '89. Providence, <laughs> no, uh, man. Marquette in '77. I forgot Houston in '83, buddy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Houston '83, Houston in '84, and Houston was a, it was a dunk at buzzer beater. <laughs> right, damn UCLA had a fucking crazy run there. Point is, is that college basketball has changed drastically for the better, Un- unlike most people say. It's actually much better now because a team like Nevada could win the national championship this year. A team like Gonzaga could win the national championship this well, year. Well, and I guess that was the point of my question: Is this the year? I think you're seeing it trend. Yeah. You're seeing it clearly in the. If you were to pull the Final Four teams, yeah, look at the '90s. It's all the major heavyweights or heavyweights, heavyweight. Yeah. And then if you look at it recently, and it's changing, man. Even a team like Georgia Tech, like getting when, in there yeah. in the 2000s, like. It's not a mid-major, but it's not yeah, a traditional like, powerhouse. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, is this the year that the fucking mid-majors turn and flip the script? And what happens? What's the well, upshot? I, t- I will say this, though. Gonzaga losing one of their better players for the year. Brutal. That's pretty bad. It's it's pretty bad break there. When it happens, what happens to college basketball? Well, I think Gonzaga's pretty much on the level of maybe Notre Dame, say, football. Yeah. They're, Probably higher. I mean, they've been... Yeah, exactly. They, they, Notre Dame went to the championship, but they probably didn't belong to be there. No. Um, they don't play a conference championship game. Right. They're just, They're they just, never play the know, same opponents. The with media darling. Of like two teams. Um, right. I've explained all this before. Uh, okay. Patty C. We got through the database top 25. I know you're sick of me talking gibberish here. AAF. AAF. By the way, Bernie Kozar followed me on Twitter. Made my day the other day. Speaking of Bernie Kozar. Oh, man. He just threw for 250 yards oh, on you man. and uh, Tecmo. <laughs> a couple long bombs to Webster in bad Slaughter. In condition, which I think helped his uh, yeah. helped his uh, performance. That's right. Doing PEDs over there, man. Uh, <laughs> week see. four. Week four of the Amer- Alliance. I didn't do as good handicapping this week. Tough week, huh? Because uh, things happened. Uh, let's start off with the first game. Uh, San Diego Fleet were up 14-3, to three, I think, at a half against yeah. the Memphis Express. They looked like they were going to run away with it. And a certain butt pirate. A certain legendary pirate named Philip and Nelson. Nelson, who is 1-0 all the time against NC State. <laughs> uh, he got injured. 
The backup quarterback came in. Memphis Express rally. Mike Singletary gets his first win in the AAF. And so the first time he benches Christian Hackenberg, (laughs) they get a win. Yeah. Zach Mettenberger. Jesus. Uh, Gets his first win starting. What do you think? Uh, uh, I mean, is there, can are you believing in the express? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But you know, they have had enough. Their defense uh, They've closed the gap. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big win, actually, because San Diego had previously been undefeated. No, no, no. They nah. they had they, they lost the first game of the year, but they've been undefeated with Philip Nelson. Okay. That's um, right. They did lose to San Antonio. Well, I think that's that what's, a, the one observation game. I'm making from the league is that they're finding their quarterbacks. Like Philip Nelson, when he's healthy, that offense kind of rolls. Right. Mettenberger now looks pretty – that Express might have uh, found their guy. Right. And lo and behold, A-Town – uh, are we talking Apollos here? No, uh, Atlanta. Oh, oh, no, no. Okay, yeah. The Atlanta Legends got their win tonight. First win of the season, and they found a guy named Aaron Murray, who's a little bit of a legend in Georgia. Might have been the obvious play from the beginning of the season. I was wondering about that. I was like, Sims? Matt Sims over Aaron Murray? And I'm like, right. Huh. I'm surprised Aaron Murray's not in the fucking league right now, to be honest. Yeah. When I saw him from like a technical standpoint, it's like that guy, I mean, he wasn't, he's not big enough. To be like a, a great pro, I guess. But if fucking AJ McCarron can be in the pros, you know. Yeah. Well, it, I always wonder like what the, the talent like I, I think it's a lot of that is just you you can't tell me that Garrett Gilbert for the for Orlando right now is not as good as a second or third string quarterback on certain teams. Yeah. These dudes might like I just feel like it's that close where it's like favoritism yeah. like you might say, Well, we want Josh McCown because he's more familiar with the playbook. He's been here for four years. Yeah. The coach knew him in college or something. Yeah, yeah, something or some little thing where it's like, well, he you feel safer with him. Yeah. I don't think there's that much of a difference between Garrett Gilbert and say whoever the Redskins third string quarterback is. Right. Josh Johnson. Yeah, who was in the AAF, by the way. Right. Is uh, he so, even starting over there? No, he was I'm saying he was in the AAF and he got called to play the for the Redskins. Okay. And I think he's still currently on the Redskins. Oh, so yeah. But my that's my point exactly though, is that they took a guy Right. In the same yeah, you know, Ballpark. Same league. I mean, I, I literally I, the same yeah. league. So uh then you got the Apollos. That by the way, the best game of the weekend was Saturday night. Orlando goes into Salt Lake City in the snow paddy see mm. the way football's supposed to be played. It comes from the north. I don't give a shit about all these these games. They set the Super Bowl up in a warm environment. No, that's bullshit. Should be played at Soldier Field or or Lambeau Field. Every fucking Super Bowl should be played there. Or how do you like my idea? They draw, they go through all thirty-two teams, right, one by one. It's beautiful. You grab it out of the hat. You pull that team. Can you imagine done. a Super Bowl at fucking Lambeau Field or Buffalo? Be so so tight. Why? Why? Why can't we though? Just because economics? Because oh, people wouldn't want to sit in the. People would fucking come there, and that's they'd what pay I'm off saying. It's fucking. I, I, it's, I'm I'm ready for the XFL and the and the AAF. Anyway, yeah. that game was fantastic. Spurrier gets it done. Great trick play he threw there. Uh, but they come in, they were down, they come back. That Let was me say awesome this. Yeah. The NFL, I've read this before, and the the Super Bowl has always been an expression of American fucking dominance, you know, and uh, and prosperity. And so for it to be in a place that looks fucking uh from a presentation standpoint, for to be in a bitterly uncomfortable environment is contrary to the whole idea of the Super Bowl in a way, at least from what the NFL has 
its original inception. That said, I agree with you, and especially when it comes to college football, like yeah, fucking make it like about like, the, why are the, the bowl game. games? They're all in right. like Florida. Don't or make Texas. it about like the show. Make it about the fucking choose game. random cities every year. You crazy bastards! Yeah. Play one of play the Meadowlands. Play a fucking college football playoff game in the Meadowlands. Yeah, play one at Soldier Field. It'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> why not? It's so. It just so bothers obvious. the shit. Right. I mean. um, okay. But Spurrier, undefeated still, the last undefeated team. Patty C, is this team, is the, are the Apollos going to go undefeated? I sure as hell hope so. Tell me this is not great for football. I want the ball Steve coach. Spurrier back in the NFL. Uh, I want him back in college football. Yeah. <laughs> I want. You K- want a fucking Josh Heupel to take over uh, <laughs> the fucking Oklahoma Sooners. And you want Spur to take over UCF. Would and anything... Lincoln Riley to go back to ECU. Yeah, that would be great too. Yeah, well, I'm sure that would happen. Uh, would anything give you a bigger boner than the old ball coach at the I, Golden well, Golden look, Knights? I, that's true. I, I I do love that, but he's 73. He's 73, so I would rather have him probably at like Florida Atlantic. Look, I want him at UCF, but I'm saying like how many more years does he really have? He's hobbling around right now. Right. He had some back surgery. That would make I I wanted this before when they when they when they hired Hypel I didn't want them I wanted to hire Spurrier yeah but clock is ticking you gotta love that. the old ball coach I, yeah. look and I grew up hating this guy but there's something about me that loves this guy yeah well you know uh, Florida International they got Butch well they got Butch Butch Davis yeah Florida Atlantic you're right that's that's Lane Lee Lane look your fucking homie at uh, Florida Lane, State did, did, didn't didn't even, didn't even make a bowl game this year yeah. That's a bad He's look. the most overrated coach in the history of fucking coaches. We'll see what he does this year, but yeah. Devin Singletary is coming out early. A lot of hype. Good luck with your... All right. <laughs> I mean, he's been recruiting a little bit better down there, but anyway. Uh, then the other AAF game that happened, uh, so you had obviously Atlanta, play, they upset the Arizona Hotshots. Um, Hotshots struggling a little bit with John Walford. Uh, they had their chances. They took a terrible safety. And then in the... They, the the, the commanders beat the Birmingham iron Birmingham iron were undefeated, but the Birmingham iron defense played their ass off today. I watched that whole game. They, they played their ass off today. And the commanders just, uh, if, if they, if, if well, that was a fucking predictable outcome, especially with the, uh, the score there, uh, uh both are defensive teams and yeah. San Antonio just has a little more offense. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, uh, I felt like Birmingham just, Moved the ball, but they turned it over. They threw a pick in the red zone. They fumbled late, and that it just gave away the game. I think that could be a great matchup. Say in playoff the, time, are they well, in opposite? No, they're in opposite. Look at the West right now. Though. The West, everyone's two and two. I think a little, a little. Well, uh, you got San Diego's two and two. Arizona's parody. two and two. Salt Lake's one and three. And who's the fourth team? I'm forgetting about. Uh, San Diego. Wait, you already said them? No, San Antonio's two and two also. San Antonio's two. And what? Two. That's a that's a deep deep conference. Um, Four teams, very deep. Very deep. Uh, Interesting stat here. (laughs) Dating back to last week. Yeah. Four of the last five games in uh, the Alliance have had a team score 11 points. Four of the last five games. Who the fuck scores 11 points in a game? Well, that's because you got to go for two and then you kick a field goal. Uh, Okay. Yeah. A little tweak on the rules there. A little brain buster for you. Yeah. Patty C needs to start thinking about his. All right. Before we end this episode, Patty C, I'm going to tell you a couple things here that uh, I, I was happy. And I think I even sent you some tweets about um, XFL is being aggressive. Apparently they're going to offer more money for the rookie contracts. So smart. 
Now let me ask you this. You outbid the NFL's will, rookie contract. Will that work this year? I'm saying like if Kyler Murray gets drafted by, let's it say. It depends on how much they outbid by. Well, it has to be this year because the rookies come in. The draft is in April the following year. How would that work? Are they going to have their own draft in January? Because if the XFL season starts in February. I bet they have to push it off a year because the, there's been no buzz about the XFL yeah. draft. You know, But what if they're just sitting on it? If they like busted like a week before the NFL and they're like, hey, uh, we're offering you twice as much money for the next five years as the NFL contract would. Dude, if you're Kyler Murray, right? And what is the NFL rookie contract? Like five million bucks yeah. a year? Yeah, it's been pretty shitty lately for they, they rerouted it after Sam Bradford. <laughs> yeah. If the let me look at the NFL rookie contract. If the XFL can, you know, I would think it would need to be significantly more than the... Dude, uh, but this is what they have to do, especially we've talked about this in their big cities with Seattle and New York and LA. This is their only way to win, in my opinion. Like, I, I don't think with them going to LA and New York especially, I don't think that they can last without them stealing top talent. They need something to get eyeballs. Dude, did you see the... Like, look, I want to support the Amer- uh, Alliance... Oh, I said the uh, AAF is fucking American Alliance. But did you see the fucking stands in some of those games? Yeah, brutal. Was well, the- any, when anytime they're not playing in San Antonio or Orlando, right? Those are like the the the, the bigger you crowds. would think uh, San Diego actually Birmingham would be able to like pull some. Well, actually, they did the first game. I feel like I don't know what happened. I feel yeah. like the first game they, they 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 did pretty well down there. Maybe it was cold though. Listen to this. Josh Rosen. Damn it. Where the fuck did that go? I want to say I just read a second ago that he signed a, there it is four year, $17.5 million uh, deal fully guaranteed with a $10.8 million signing bonus. Um, you can beat that though. So $17.5 million over four years. That's about just under four. That's a little over $4 million a year, $10 million signing bonus. The whole thing comes out to like six, $7 million a year. That's a lot of money to be shelling out, but you have to, if you're going to New York, you can and put LA, $10 million in a guy's pocket, in Dallas, yeah, $3 million for four years, like $12 million is nothing to sneeze at for some of these guys. And then you come out and then what uh, for the, for the next four years after that, you uh, instead of riding the pine, if you're like a fucking thirtieth pick in the draft, you start for four years. Well, they also said they're going to go after uh, backup quarterbacks in the NFL. Ones that were free agents. I read that. I read that. And but I mean, this had this was we just talked about this a couple episodes. On I the bet podcast. they get a few. I bet they get a few like hotshot rookies. Dude, we talked about this on the podcast, and I'm glad that this is happening because I had I was like starting to have extreme doubts, and now that I see that this is potentially happening, mm-hmm. Johnny Manziel also kicked out of the CFL. Any chance he's in the XFL, Petty? We'll see if they renege on the uh, no uh, uh, criminal tolerance thing. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, quickly touch on some college football. Alex Hornerbrook is transferring. Patty C. Grad transferring somewhere. Mm. You think he could play uh, backup quarterback at Pittsburgh State? <laughs> I think you're sleeping on Hornerbrook. I think he had a tough year, but I think he's a decent quarterback. Who could get him? You think UVA? You think he's going to pull the. T- he's a graduate transfer? Yeah. He'd go wherever he wants. No, but I'm saying like... Well, UVA's got Bryce Perkins. That's what I'm saying. I don't know that he could start on that many power programs. Jeez, I'd have to like look and see who's coming back. I haven't even thought about that element of college football. I need to think about mine. Alex Uh, Hornerbrook, what conference is he going to be playing in? Alex Hornerbrook will probably be in the MAC. 
<laughs> you know, he might be like American. American. No, no, uh, no. ACC can't sneak into a. Uh, what if he goes Wake to Syracuse? Or something or Cuse or something. Dungey's sure. gone. Oh yeah, actually, no, Wake's yeah. got a freshman quarterback last year who was a baller. He's probably got Power Five potential at some like lower end Power Five school. All right, and then uh, I wanted to ask you about Week Zero. There's talk about Miami and Florida, who is scheduled to play Week One in Orlando, which otherwise would have been kind of lost in the shuffle because it would have been played the same time as Auburn and uh, Oregon, Oregon, and a couple other big games: uh, Houston, Oklahoma, uh, a few, a few big games that day. Yeah. Now, higher profile games. They, when you consider there's talk, and they haven't confirmed it yet, but I think it's all signs are pointing to them playing on August 24th. You know what that says in Orlando. to me? What's that? In combination with some of the things that I've been seeing recruiting wise that Manny Diaz is doing, Manny Diaz, whose dad was the fucking uh, mayor of Miami at one point. Huh. Yeah. Scumbagism is high. Right. The scumbag factor is very high for Manny Diaz. He's already recruiting his ass off. All of his fucking 11 recruits uh, for the 2020 recruiting class are from Florida. Most of them from South Florida. He's putting the fence up like Miami has always done. He's as Miami as it fucking comes. He's got a little bit of Kirby smart going to uh, Florida. Is this finally going to be the one that you've told me this a lot of times? Well, Randy Shannon, I thought was not going to be the one. Uh, I thought Rick would. I didn't think golden would be the one. I thought Golden was a. Um, uh, I th- I wondered. I thought at some point someone would get that shit together, but none of the coaches they hired until Richt came along. And even with Richt, I knew that he wasn't. Uh, who's going to be the best? That good of a coach? Who's going to be the best football team in Florida next year? I would say UCF again. Well, Florida or UCF? Florida or UCF? Depends uh, on how good Brandon Wimbush is next year. Let me ask you this. Okay. But what's his name's coming back, right? Week uh, zero. Quarterback for Florida. Uh, yeah, Felipe Franks. Felipe Franks. Uh, They're going to be good. Week zero. They move it up to week zero, which I think is great. Yeah. But I also thought, and I was talking to NC Nick about this, and I thought it was pretty pretty funny that he thinks ESPN probably did this for some ratings. Yeah. Hasn't been. I don't think it's been revealed yet. They haven't announced that it definitely has happened yet, although I, I've seen reports that it is. Yeah. Uh, another thing... I wonder is if uh, I know, but he also said it's funny how they try to say like football shouldn't be that long of a season. Yeah, and then when and then the they're money, fighting, yeah, extending it on both Either ends. Another another reason why you need to do the playoffs. Yeah, because if they're doing this anyway, they're doing it. It's August twenty fourth football games, but I, I might go to it. By Look, the way, I try and stretch yeah. my dick out as much as I can. They try and stretch college football out as much as they can. Yeah. I don't have a problem with well, either you, one but, of those. But if you're going to stretch it, stretch it correctly and do a field of 64, like Mike Leach said. Mike Leach is the, the god here, all right? She's teaching a class on war. <laughs> war, war and football. football. What Your thoughts? I mean, he's just making... I'm sure it's actually probably a really well-taught class. I'm sure the motherfucker... I mean, he's smart as shit, right? Yeah, yeah. He's He was a lawyer before, Yeah. and he took up football. I don't even think he ever even played football. He's just interested in it, and he's like, I'll just be better than everyone at it. <laughs> Like, honestly, give that guy USC talent. I bet he wins the national championship. Yeah, I, I actually think I read something in the past week. I wish I could quote where I was. A few I bet deep. he's the best coach in football. I, I, the thing I read was claiming if you dive into his coaching tree and stuff, it, 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 it would have him, if not number one, number two, as far as, like, why he should be the right. best coach. or, or Dude, he took both – 
Texas Tech, and Washington State to 11 and 1 seasons. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> running some fucking run and shoot bullshit. Tennessee didn't want them. Tennessee is a bunch of fucking idiots. They wanted them, then they didn't want them. You hire Greg Schiano and fire him because. And still pay him. <laughs> Losers. Fucking idiots. All right. This is the college experience. We got March Madness coming. We're recording on Wednesday in Hollywood, California. Guys, this is the best time of the season. The time, best time of the year. This in August and oh, I love it, Patty. See, sit back, get yourself a Beck's beer at your house or a Moosehead or one of your mm. bullshit martinis. Lagers. Oh, and yeah. start thinking about yours, all right? Because the bracket's coming. By the way, uh, Selection Sunday, I think we're talking about. We Two might weeks be, from today. Yeah, but I think me and you might have to go meet up uh, with Sean and Ryan, and we have a big powwow four-way uh, where we break down all the college basketball action. I can't wait. Stay tuned. Picks are on. Uh, we post daily on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Click on the college basketball pick section or find us on Twitter at the Colby D at Patty C831 and at SGPN Network. And Woo. also, guys, remember about the $1,000 deal? But please leave us iTunes reviews, iTunes reviews, and try to win $1,000 by uh, tweeting that shit out at Gambling Podcast. Free money. $1,000. It's in the episode. This is the College Experience. Riding out Patty C. Any last words to say about this wonderful planet of ours? Hi, y'all, motherfuckers. Boom. We out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. And now, Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Check out our amazing offers on internet and learn about the latest breakthrough from Xfinity. Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. That's more than enough speed to power all your devices and then some. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X5 gateway. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. 